Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Is this setting up another one of you to throw more shade at Slee for not telling us what he's up to no, on a regular basis? it'll probably be basis? another week. It'll be a week before that happens. <laughs> <laughs> he's got like, I picture him having like one of those little spiral notebooks, like old school reporters and jotting down little things to himself like, hit Slee with he hasn't won a week in the football pool yet. And then he just opens it up one day and bam, he nails you with it. Well, he's trying to lump me in with the loser category, you know. I don't want to be part of that. I'm going to hire a bookie. I'm going to hire a bookie. You, whoever you hired last year for like a four- or five-week run, you should, you should get that guy back on the oh, phone I'm again. just waiting for all this. Taylor's going to have one of those weeks. I'm going to unleash. This is where it turns, <laughs> right? This is where I, I've had three weeks of doing a pretty good job. I didn't have job. a good strategy yesterday. I just wanted to go against, and I was looking at my picks. I'm like, Al, you're going to lose these. There's no rhyme or reason. You'll be fine. You'll either do you'll 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 win this week. That's how it works. That's how it works. Or hopefully I win and then we Taylor and I can gang up on you. How about you again. the twenty six point spread in the SC game? Yeah, it's a lot. Arizona State's dreadful. They they came into the season with all sorts of problems. They're under yeah. investigation, sanctions are coming, all of these things. It got so bad that they had to cap Herm Edwards yep. that he's gone. On the field like, in the middle of the third quarter <laughs> in the <laughs> on a special teams but, punt. By the way, so what's the equivalent? Is that Amanda coming in here like at uh twelve fifteen and saying, Hey, listen, um no. I think we're done with you guys no. here. We need you to can you just even better. Berg's gonna take the last fifty minutes of this one. You just even better. Out. She comes in after like with someone on the phone for Ask Slee. <laughs> while that is going on, that's when she's like, you know what, this is the right time. Yeah. Hey I, fellas. Can we at least finish the show? No, it's time for you to go. Just, you know, we'll, we'll we'll send your backpack. We'll get your laptop back to you at some point. Just and then it's Ask please, Greg. Please and they the just room. keep going and braiding shoot through the roof. Ask Greg would be pretty good. I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. That wouldn't be a bad way to do it. Let's try a phone call right here, Al. Uh, Huntington Beach of Fullerton via Fountain Valley and all the other places in North OC. John, what's going on, John? Hey, fellas. No, not all the places. La Habra is pretty, pretty gross. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to associate no with No disrespect. Yeah, I like La Habra. It seems no fine. Dis- yeah, no disrespect. Sorry, Steve. But, um, no, I really, I'm just calling in to button up the John Day Fullerton Angels segment of the year. Um, and since Shohei's not going to pitch anymore for the season, timing's right. Um, so just go back to what you're talking about, Shohei, and trading him. You know, I changed my mind last night. They shouldn't trade him. Why not? It's something I know I can rely on when I, you know, watch the Angels and I, you know, don't have to see Jeff Devanin hit <laughs> singles and bunts. Um, <laughs> it's something I can, you know, tune into, and it's mine. You know, I'm fine being miserable with the record. I just, you know, I just want to embrace, and I, I know he's going to leave, but uh, I just want to embrace the time that we have with them. I don't care what they get back for him if they're like, like Slee was referencing, they're not going to ever get the fair value back. Um, so. I just want to be selfish and hold on to him. I, I sort of think of it, I was thinking about it last night, and I think about it when I go to the grocery store and I see that 60-year-old man and he's buying snack pack puddings at the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of sad, but when you see him, you know deep down when he gets home, he's popping that thing open and he's so happy. He's enjoying yeah, his he pudding. Is. Damn pack. right he is. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just going to enjoy this, hold on to him. 
even though he's going to leave. I don't care what they get back from him. I've been miserable with being an Angels fans for years, so what's what's another 10 years? You got Thanks, it, guys. Thank you. Um, I, it, it's a really interesting question, right? This idea of, look, I, I get it. I, I hope he stays because he's yeah. mine. He's on my team. I know mm-hmm. the team's not going to be. And look, I, there is optimism for all the reasons that you laid out, Al. You're going to get a new owner. You're going to get a new boss. And I, I, I really do think, maybe not in the NFL, but maybe in the NFL too, the owner of your team is the most important person in it. That you can get lucky any company, occasionally any business. with a bad owner. Like mm-hmm. some Sometimes – stuff just breaks your way yep right but and averages will play themselves absolutely out. if mm-hmm. the guy at the top or the woman at the top is a bozo it's not going to work if the guy or the woman at the top is really shrewd it's going to be look at the dodgers look at the golden state warriors look at the dallas mavericks look at sure. look at teams like this that have um bob Kraft in new england like these guys that just kind of we're going to put these pieces in place we're going to let it go and then you look at jerry jones you look at dan snyder you look at donald sterling you look at Artie moreno you look at these people that just have perpetual losing it's not a coincidence no of course listen the, 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 just stay with the dodgers the dodgers are the perfect example the dodgers ownership group came in they took over for a terrible owner. That, that's my point. My point is like, look how quick it turned around, and it turned around. Now you can't sit here and say, "Oh, they have three World Series to show for it," but you don't even need to look at that. What happens in the postseason happens in the postseason. Are you set up to just have a shot of winning a World Series? They're set up every single year, and that's what. What was the change? The change was from one owner to the other, and now for ten straight years. Okay, I'll give you another one. Steve Ballmer takes over for arguably the worst owner in the history of sports. Yep, Donald Sterling. Again, I'm not I'm not telling you that the Clippers are the perfect way to run a franchise, but look at the difference. For at least the last few years you're saying to yourself, "Okay, that's a team that you could respect. That's a team that's a front office that knows what they're doing. That's a team that went out and just bought a, you know, they're building their own stadium. Ownership is everything. It's everything." And if you don't have the right ownership, it is representative of what your team looks like. All right, so you brought up the Dodgers. Let, let's uh, let's do this. Give me the best possible scenario yeah. when the playoffs open and how they unfold over the subsequent three or four weeks. Like if everything breaks yep. Dodger, yep. what does it look like? It looks exactly like the regular season. Damn exactly. It's exactly right. You know, and, and but that's that's that is that's what's, exactly that's right. what's kind of crazy is. They don't have to be anything other than what they've been for six months. And that doesn't mean that it's a guarantee it's going to happen. Nothing else has to change. Julio is Julio. Kershaw's Kershaw. Freddie Freeman is Freddie Freeman. Mookie Betts and Trey Turner and some of these role players step up in big time situations. They don't have to be anything different. Where if you ask that same question for another team, they just played it. You and I were just talking about this. The Dodgers beat the Padres 14 out of 19 games this year. Yep. They've won nine series against them in a row, okay? And I, I don't even know what that history is against the Diamondbacks or the Rockies or this, but I'm it's sure— probably not that. I'm sure they've. Yeah. there's been series where they've the Rockies took two or three or the Diamondbacks took two or three. That just happens. In order for a team like the Padres, the most optimistic— so many things have to be different than what was the norm during the season. The Dodgers are a perfect example. The best case scenario is you literally do what you've done for 108 wins. Here, that's exactly the right answer because if you get 
the best case scenario is what has happened for the last 156 games, which is we have the best starting pitching in baseball, mm -hmm. and then we turn it over to the best bullpen in baseball, yep. and then we hand it over to the best offense in baseball, and then we hand it over to some of the the, the team with the most steals, a good enough uh, defense. And by the way, here here's the part that we don't talk about. We talk about it, but we get it all wrong. Okay, They don't play a lot of close games. The reason Craig Kimbrell hasn't been a huge problem, he hasn't been good, don't get me wrong, but the reason it's not a, hey, you need to do something about yeah, this yeah. is because they don't play a lot of close games. They're winning games two, three, four, five runs yep. kind of regularly. Yep. It, it's just it's the way that it goes, so that is the best-case scenario. Let's go to the complete opposite end yep. of the spectrum. I'm going to start here. The mm -hmm. worst-case scenario is this. Julio struggles. That just the 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 math of it all, the regression to the mean, right? That if you have 15, 20 great starts, it means there's a, 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 a bad not one so coming. good one coming. Mm -hmm. You get a couple of those in a row. Kershaw has his back go out yep. again. All of a sudden, the offense, we saw it a little bit in San Diego, mm -hmm. the offense just kind of goes flat for a, a, a day or two, a week, or something like that happens. Yeah, they scored, what, the first game, I want to say, two runs, two. the second game, one. One. Yeah, no, the, the offense mm -hmm. has been kind of A lot of guys left on base. Yep. They play defense like they've played the last week sloppy. or so. Just sloppy. Yeah. It's not disastrous. It's just not but clean. It's not clean. Mm -hmm. It's not good. It's not crisp. And here's the other side. You play a whole bunch of close games. You are in a series of one-run games. You might even have the lead, yeah. but you're getting into that eighth and ninth inning where one bad outing from one of your relievers, again, regression to the mean, yeah. all of a sudden pops up. That's the worst-case scenario for them, where all me, of those things that yep. haven't been a big deal become big deals. Let me add a piece to that. Mm -hmm. Where you start seeing the guys that they're feeling the pressure. And I'll give you an example. You lose game one of a five-game series, and it's like, okay, guys – we have to win game two. Yep. And then all of a sudden, guys, are they're not as loose. I mean, if there's one thing that's happened all regular season, Trav, what's the pressure? There has not been any pressure for the Dodgers. So when you don't have pressure, you can play loose baseball. You're not too concerned of, listen, if I don't get on, the world's not going to end. All right, well, if you're down one nothing in a series and Kershaw gives up a couple of runs and you're in the fourth inning and it's a 2 nothing game, that's pressure. Now you're starting to feel the pressure. So the only thing I'll add to what you just said is all of a sudden the weight of, guys, we have to win. We're supposed to win. We're a 110-win regular season team. We've only won one World Series in X amount of years. Maybe that pressure's on Dave Roberts. Maybe I, it's on Kershaw. Maybe it's on some of these guys that have been there for a little bit longer. That's the one area that I would add to it is you start feeling the, oh, what happens here? I like that you threw Dave in there because I think that, that all of a, he makes a decision that's like, huh? Mm -hmm. And now we're having that conversation all over again. Jerry from Chatsworth or wherever he lives is Where we give him up. like a half hour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, he has his we, own segment. And we he, give him he, exactly what he He does all of that needs. stuff along the way, right? He That's the worst case scenario. Okay, so we have best, we have worst. What happens? And, and, I, and I think what happens is is you're going to have some this games. Is the realistic, this is the realistic yeah. view. You're going to have some games where the Dodgers just crush somebody. Mm -hmm. You're going to have a couple of three or four run victories. You're going to have some close games. Mm -hmm. You're going to have three or four games or maybe more where it is a one-run game going into the eighth or ninth inning, where you are going to have to lean on that bullpen, especially the last three outs of the game, that you haven't had to do all season long. The offense will be something between where they're scoring eight runs a night mm -hmm. and where they're scoring two. It'll mm -hmm. be, you know, some like, Trey Turner in the postseason last year, dreadful. Dreadful. One of those guys, I don't know who it is, hopefully it's none of them, one of the guys 
Mookie, Trey, Freddie will get will be cold. And it's up to those other two guys to not be cold. Mm. It's just it's the way that it goes. And if you get all three of those guys hot, it's a wrap. It, we're, we're done here. It's not how it's going to go. One of those guys is going to be cold. One of those guys at the back end, we've been talking about this, right, whether yep. it's Gallo or Bellinger or Thompson, all three of those guys right now are ice cold, mm-hmm. all three of them. And so now those guys that don't have a lot of pressure because the top is carrying a ton of the water, now I do need a big hit from Gavin Lux Chris or Taylor. Joey Gallo or Chris Taylor. Yeah. It just All of those things kind of come back into the middle where a swing, a ground ball, a play, an at-bat, a pitch decides everything. That's what's going to happen. So on top of that, um, dogfights. Listen, there's some other good teams in the NL. You know, there's there's the Atlanta Braves are a good team. Um the New York Mets can make it a series because of their two aces, right? Sure. Like, I think that's the other part of it, that what you experienced in the regular season, it doesn't just easily transfer to the postseason, and that's how it's going to go. They've been so dominating in the regular season, that's probably not going to be the case. All right, stat hero of the day. Take a listen to this stat for the Dodgers. They reached 60 games over 500. The first team to do this since the 2001 Mariners. That's the team that finished with the all-time record, yep. 116 and 46. Pretty good season. Three teams have done it: the Athletics, the Nationals, and the Pirates. Uh, or actually, the Athletics, the Nationals, and the Pirates haven't won 60 games total this season. So it just gives you an idea of how bad, how awful some teams are, and how great one team is. Stat Hero of the day brought to you by Stat Hero. Look for local uh, local market lineups in the Stat Hero app and filter by single game. Pay attention to local market lineups. StatHero.com. Don't forget to enter your promo code 710. You'll get a 100% deposit match. Download the app. Stat Hero. Winning isn't a fantasy. All right, Slee. So SC, um, Arizona State, tomorrow night at yep. the Coliseum. They're a giant favorite. Do they need to roll the Sun Devils up to feel good about SC all over again, or is it just win, baby? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Again, that's when the video ends. <laughs> so though, that's your indication that you can now move on to different content on YouTube. Thank you. Thank you for making me a part of Lakers Talk Daily. No, thank you for being a part of it. I know that your time is very limited during the football season. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah I just look I want to be a part I, I feel like we have a nice partnership yeah. and I just want to be a part of the things that you're yeah. doing and if that's what you want to incorporate into Lakers sure. Talk Daily then by all means have at it Taylor remember that week I didn't win in the football pickums <laughs> <laughs> what Which did you one? talk what did you talk about yesterday 
I'm like, I don't need which one. <laughs> You're man. setting it up, Sleek. It's a good on. response. Like I told you, she's she's That's as a mean good as answer. me. She, she yeah. knows how to throw a dart. I, I like that a lot. Right in the How's neck. the bathroom looking? They clean it up in there? Or no, what? it's worse. Worse. Yeah, there's lights hanging. You got to go use a rep. Drink some water. There's lights hanging. <laughs> they're they're I'm doing like, lighting. Listen, listen to me. I feel I'm, like this is the wrong time to do that. <laughs> I'm walking down the hallway. And, uh, you know, we got a certain amount of time here. Every time you have a live read, I got like an extra 30 seconds. So I'm, I'm on my fast pace. And there's a ladder right in the middle of the hallway. The guy is up on one of these, right? So they got one of these open, these the little panels. The panels open. And you only see him from like waist up, okay? <laughs> okay. And then behind him, probably three lights. One of them just, just doesn't fall all the way, but just pops out and is just hanging. This is while I'm cord? walking. By the cord. <laughs> I don't know what's going on back there. Should get certain, up there and offer some help. Certain smell, by whoever the way. Whoever clogged that up should be really ashamed of them. I, I think you're convincing me more and more that yeah, it was you. Whoever it was. The, yeah, I, I, I'm 90. I, I was like 50 50. Take because, a shower in there? What the hell? The, you know, remember when you were uh, just a rotten He's little kid? He's just shaving. He's got his Barbasol. I, I'm assuming you may have been too nice of a kid to do this. Did you ever do the thing where you take a bunch of the paper towels and you wet them and you stick them over the drain, you turn the water on and leave like a little jerk? Did somebody just do that? I didn't do that. You didn't, Taylor? Def- definitely not. No. <laughs> yeah, he did it. One hundred percent. Know about I, that trick? As yeah, God that, is my witness, lie. like when yeah. you start that way, right? You probably and to did. God. Yeah, you did it. Yeah, that's that. That's how that goes. Um, Emily, don't answer the question to this yet. I want because you are the Southern woman in this scenario. Um, She's also an Italian American, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, this is from Drew, late Astley. Okay. What does it mean when a Southern woman says, "Bless your heart"? I think I know the answer to this, but I, I'm curious what your take on it is. Bless your heart. And when they, like you say something, they go, bless your heart. Does it mean like, could it be, ah, oh, he just doesn't know the full story. Like he just doesn't really get it. Oh, bless you. Like almost like as a saying something kind of nice to him, knowing that, ah, I wish he knew. He's too young. He doesn't understand it. Okay. So my answer to that question, Emily, is you're an idiot. You, bless your heart is a very polite way of going, you dumbass. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have any idea what's going on. What's the act As a person who grew up in the South, in Virginia. As an Italian-American. Right. What, what does it mean? Uh, Travis, you're pretty close. It's it, it Also, it kind of sometimes will depend on the context. But yeah, it's like, uh, this. yeah, this person's an idiot. <laughs> I should... I want to say more words, but I'm too close to God. My hair is too high that I can't... Uh, say those words that I want to say, but you should probably not say what you just said. So essentially, Sean McVay would have probably said, "Bless your heart." <laughs> after that, uh, that I would have deserved it. So actually, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I, is this? Is it here? Oh, <laughs> oh. Hey, I was just asking about football. Oh, that's fun. Oh, bless your heart. <laughs> right. That's uh, means. Are you really that stupid? Bless like, your heart. Bless your heart. It's it's what that's you say. Really, it's it's, it's so dull. condescending. Very it's, condescending. Yeah, very say, dull. Very slow witted. Like oh, look at this guy trying to make a sentence. Yeah, he's of, really trying his hardest. Out of somebody, out of all the things you could say, and that's the that's the actual meaning. Damn, that's perfect. ruthless. Yeah, oh, it's bless perfect. Your heart, oh, sweetie. if you oh, hear bless that, bless your that heart, means think and that means dummy. you just said you're a dumbass. You're, you're a dummy. Oh, like Sheesh. Say, like if you would have said, Trav, I understand. Bless your heart. It's like oh, you're. A Dumb son of a gun. That's what it means. That's what that it means. girl. Bless her heart. She tried her hardest at this dinner. <laughs> right. And like you know, like that's not you know. It's never, that, it's, that dinner was terrible. Am I right about this? It's never a compliment. 
No, never a cough drop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's you don't want to hear. If you've got oh, hit with that, something went wrong. Oh, bless you is that's different. That's thank God, like you saved my life. There's, yeah. there's very different connotations. And it's delivered a little slower, and sometimes accompanied with a pat on the head, <laughs> just a little bit to really bring the point home. It's like I'm seven. <laughs> well, seven that's kind of intellectually. The idea, huh? <laughs> that's the idea, right? That intellectually you're there. SC um, Arizona State this weekend, like we talked about a second ago. SC's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Arizona State is not. What, 26 points the last we looked? Is that what the, the line was? Yeah, last I looked. Okay, SC's a 26-point favorite. ASU's dreadful. Do they have to go in and just take ASU apart and beat them by three, four touchdowns to go, okay, look, SC, because every team has a close call, mm-hmm. that's a pretty common place to have one up in Corvallis. You come back, all is right with the world. What if if they lose, forget about it. But what yeah. if they have another game where they win by four points? They win by a field goal, you know, in the fourth quarter. Do we kind of change the way that we look at that team? Like, all right, they're better than they were, but that's not a championship caliber team. Yeah, I don't really think there's, you know, much of a. It's almost kind of like a no-win situation because if you win forty-eight to three, you're like, guys, it's Arizona State for sure. But at least they did because when they beat San Jose State and Rice earlier, like that's 100%. what you're supposed to do to those 100%. guys. So nobody disagrees with that. Like, if it's a twenty-six point spread and they win by forty. There's not going. To, you're not going to change your perception on USC. The only way you change your perception on USC against a, a team like or, or Arizona State is by having a close game. And by the way, a close game could be 27-17. Sure, it could. That's a close game. Yeah, when the line's 26, that right? Is and a close and game. you're or you're in the fourth quarter and um, it's ugly. It's just the game doesn't go smooth. And then oh, by the way. You got Utah coming up in a couple weeks. Maybe we have overhyped uh, USC. I, I use this as an example. It's not the best because Texas is Texas, and you know Alabama comes into Texas. The vibe is going to be completely different. Um, the atmosphere is going to be completely different. Alabama's next game, they went and took care of business, and they kind of knew, hey, we got to go take care of business as far as our rankings go. Georgia ended up surpassing them because it was such a close game. So to answer your question, um, just go handle business. Really, the only thing that you're looking at, I'm looking at this right now. So ESPN, their football power index has USC going 11-1. and Yep. That's a great freaking season. That's a great season, Trav. I, listen, I, I, know, I know that all of a sudden we have so quickly overnight – put ourselves on a different spectrum with SC. If you go 11-1 and one in your first season, I get it's the Pac-12. I get some of these teams are not going to be, won't be competing for a national championship. Just stop for a second and think about it. A year ago, if I'd have told you a new coach is coming to USC, and within that first year they're 11-1, and one, and that kind of sounds right. You know, it sounds right. It you're does. Gonna, you're going to have a hiccup. You're just going to. Um, at least it feels like that's. I'd be more surprised that they ran the table than they didn't. They didn't uh, hit a loss along the way. I agree with you. I think that that one loss is far more likely than zero. But I I think it matters a great deal of who it's against, right? If if it's against Utah in Salt Lake and it's a competitive game and Utah ends up going, you know, whatever ten and two or or something like that, then yeah, there there's no there's no shame in that loss, assuming that in the Pac-12 championship game SC makes it right and beats them. Right, that that you even the score with that sort of situation. If they lose to Arizona, 
UCLA or one of these other teams on their schedule that is not a particularly strong program, and and, and especially if the team that they end up losing, let's say it's Arizona's a bad example because that seems incredibly unlikely. All right, let's let's say say they lose to a team that ends up six and five. Okay, okay, or or even seven and four, something like that. Seven and five. That that makes you feel differently than if you lose to a one loss Utah team, Mm -hmm. a two loss Utah team. That the way that the rest of the conference plays out, I think, is incredibly important to the perception. This is. This is the best way to put it. The only loss you're allowed to have is Utah. There's no one left on the schedule. Can I throw another scenario at you? Let's say they beat Utah. Mm-hmm. Let's say they do run the table, right? They beat Notre Dame. They beat UCLA. UCLA they yep. get to the end of the line, mm-hmm. and they lose in the Pac-12 championship game to a decent Oregon or Washington team. Mm-hmm. That maybe they're a one- or two-loss team along the way. Do they still get in at 11-1, and 12-1 at that point? If they, they're only likely to be at the very end, sure. it'd be a really bad time to lose it. But, hey, we lost to 10-2 and two Washington in the Pac-12 championship game. Do they still sneak in on the strength of a one-loss season? I feel like the Pac-12, that, that championship game, because some of these other conferences have so many good schools, um, what do you do with Penn State and Michigan and Ohio State and where are they? Yeah, I haven't even mentioned an SEC school yet. Yeah, what do you do with Alabama and Georgia and whoever the hell is in the mix? Where's Clemson by that point? Mm-hmm. Just using it as an example, I don't think the Pac-12 has that. They don't have that. Uh, they don't have that cushion. Well, here's the good news: whoever wins tonight at the Rose Bowl, UCLA or Washington. If you're an SC fan, and I know it's going to sound weird, even for UCLA, one of those schools are going five and zero. Oh and- you you need them. Whoever wins tonight, yeah. you need them to keep winning. Sure, because you're going to want to you're pick get to them play off mm-hmm. at some point. Washington, presumably in a Pac-12 oh, yeah, scenario, yeah, yeah. championship right. scenario. Mm-hmm. UCLA, you're going to get to play no matter what. Mm-hmm. But if whoever wins tonight turns around and loses to Oregon yeah. State in two weeks, yeah. then it's like okay, they're okay. not any good either. More important, and this might be the best question that I ask you all day: UCLA wins tonight mm-hmm. they're five and oh yep what is the frat guy saying tonight when they're having the conversation hey hey i'll tell you right now yep i'm telling you right now this year's different yeah. chip kelly finally got all his guys in place yep. he finally dtr finally figured some things out we got some transfers Did you see the rose we used the portals we had twenty four thousand people there we've I got mean, it all it was basically I sold I out answer. <laughs> sorry i got excited i got excited I no, was I at the same. I was at the same <laughs> fraternity house that you were at. <laughs> yeah, we're bros. Hey, don't you think? Okay, the game ended two hours ago, and it took us a while to get back because it's so far from campus. But no, it doesn't matter. You'd be out of there in five minutes. There's only fifteen thousand people there. You'd be home before the game. Before <laughs> they even turn the lights off at the Rose Bowl, you'd be fine. I played nine, and then I went into the. <laughs> I went into the Rose Bowl. Yeah, yeah, bring your sticks if you're going to the uh, SC or the UCLA Washington game tonight. Throw people are just walking nine. in with their clubs. I'm gonna just set my. I'm gonna just set my bag Brookside's here. Brookside's a great muni. Played it a million times. Two courses: the north and the south the, the the south i believe is a little bit longer than the north played him a million you times. can actually take your cart into the rose bowl we can park it on the sidelines <laughs> right, you want right to be the chain gang tonight they got you covered factor cap coming up next it's travis lee 710 espn 10 seconds on the clock how many things can you name that are always growing your relationships your skills your customer base how about businesses on shopify <laughs> shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, uh, if I was a betting woman, uh, which I'm not, but if I was, I think that every Friday when you ask Slee, hey, what are you doing? If uh, if I bet, you know, $10 every Buy day on a, <laughs> going down to San Diego, I think I, I'd, I'd get $10 a lot of times. So. Take that bet. Anyway. You'd have like 60 bucks. Yeah, yeah take yeah. that bet. <laughs> yeah, I'd be, I'd be pretty good. But uh, yeah, I'm glad we're gonna, all going to have a great weekend. But my weekend kind of started off uh, yesterday. So after the show was over, I went to go, uh, I walked across the street, went to the Regal, uh, to see a movie that I've been uh, kind of not excited but interested to see, and I want to go see Don't Worry, Darling. But I uh, booked the ticket ahead of time on uh, the computer, and when you book it online, you can have the options of like, oh, it's an adult matinee, child matinee, senior matinee, and I had just a little devil on my shoulder being mm. like, hey, just do the, the senior matinee. Who's gonna t- who's gonna care? Who's gonna tell? They're just gonna check check and go. I didn't do it, but. This would be a bad guy move if I did check the senior ticket. Travis, Fetter Cap. I have a quick question before I answer. What's the difference between adult matinee and child like $2. or senior? Like yeah. $2. Okay. Yeah. No, it's absolutely... I don't know if it's a bad guy move. It's definitely a bad karma move. And for 2 bucks, no no way. Right? If there were the difference of $20, you're like, look, I'm on a tight budget. I really want to see this movie. I don't get a chance to go along. Now lot. it's like a federal crime. It, it, it's it's something that you kind of sneak. Maybe I can justify a little bit, but for two bucks, Emily, you do not want to aggravate the gods. Do, do, <laughs> do not aggravate them over two bucks. It is 100% not worth it. Good decision. All right, so even if it's um, even if it's 20, I just still don't think I'm doing it. I, I get it. I get you it. You know what I mean? There's some, and, and listen, we get gouged everywhere we go. And it's not worth a lot of the different places that we go. It's like, are you really charging me this much? Is this glass of wine really twenty four bucks? What if Whatever it's the, the difference it between getting to go and not? Like, I getting can, to I, go I, or I, not? I, I, I can afford ten, but I can't afford okay, thirty. Let, let me give you. Let me let me throw you. Let me throw you this as an example. You ever go to a, a sporting event and you're in the three hundred section? And you're like, you know, we're in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. No one's been in those seats in that one hundred section. I'm going to go roll the dice. Sure. That I would do, okay? Or if I'm in a movie and I'm like, uh, and definitely used to do this in high school. Go grab another one. Let's go get another one. What's the difference? I, By the way, You're I don't- i actually cheating I, them out more by yeah. going to the extra movie. Yeah. I don't know if there's a difference or it's just the mere fact that I know nobody's in those seats. You see what I'm saying? Well, that that's you've paid your ticket. Nobody's using that. I get that. But going for the second movies, actually, to Emily's point, a little worse. Now you're taking the full freight off. Yeah, well, you know what? I encourage more people to do it. Oh. <laughs> All right, Taylor. Oh, this is tough. I think I'm I think I'm fact on this. Um you should be sure to kind of dressed up, you know, as an old lady and gone in there. Why do they have a senior discount? I don't understand that. They're on limited income. They're on a fixed income. 
Okay. So a lot of seniors, they get Social Security or whatever. They've saved yeah. X amount of dollars. I have this Damn, amount of money. Damn, why are you going at the seniors like that? <laughs> I just don't understand. Hey, that, what's you up know? with you? Just fought in some wars? You think you get into a <laughs> yeah, movie for old. two bucks less? What's up with you? How about this? Go get a job. Okay, <laughs> Walmart's I'm, hiring greeters. I'm retired. Get your butt I'm, out there. I'm 74. It makes sense now. Oh, okay. he's, go, he's going at you and senior citizens. My God, what happened? You okay? Everything all right in Taylor Smith's life? year olds though? Come on. That's not that old. Hey, pick it up, huh? They're just walking to my seat. This old <laughs> son of a gun out of my way. I want a discount. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, also at the show yesterday, I kind of told Travis a little bit of the story. So uh, there's assigned seats, but it's a huge theater. There's like seven people. Okay. So it's... um. I sit around where my assigned seat was, but not exactly in my assigned seat. So there was a couple to my left, a couple in front of me, like a, like five rows ahead of me. And then there was this, uh, I saw, and then it was me. So then a single guy comes in. He walks into the row in front of, I, I have my like, actually. Hey, Em, how are you? Uh, I'm trying my, to watch a movie. I have my feet up on the chair in front of me. Because, okay. you know, you, that's kind of what you do at a movie theater. So the guy comes in, sits right in that seat that I'm putting my feet up on. And in, I was a, like, in a complete open theater. In a complete open theater. So I take my feet off. I move a couple of seats over, and then a single woman comes in. She sits right in front of me where my feet are, and I was like, "Okay." And I move a couple of seats over. So uh, my statement is: I was the problem in this situation, not them. Alan, Patrick Cap. Okay, it's 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 not them, but I'm assuming. Let me let me explain here. I'm assuming where you sat. In an open theater, you probably got a really good seat. So it was around like you, up in the middle. so around you, those are the hot spots. That's where you want to be. Right. That's where everybody Center, wants to be. Middle. So I think you kind of have to understand if somebody's going to walk in, that that's the risk that you're taking. If you want to put your feet up and you want nobody to bother you, Pick you're probably going to have to go a little bit more to the right, a little more to the left. I'm actually with them on this one. I, I don't think it's your fault. I really don't. I, I think because if you're saying there were literally seven people in the theater and it's a big theater. It's a pretty big theater. Okay. Yeah. There's plenty of center cut spots that you can pick that aren't the ones with no, her No, she got the up. filet mignon of, of seats. <laughs> I, I get it, but you can, there's the, the tenderloin's pretty long, Slee. It's not just one cut. It's the whole middle muscle of the cow, right? And you chop it up and it's, there's very little fat. If you wrap it in bacon, it's delicious. But that I'm getting sidetracked. I, I'm I'm okay with what you did. It's weird that they would decide to go right there. Did you keep moving until you got legroom? Yeah, I, I I moved twice. And she then ended I was up like, in the last row, front row, <laughs> feet on the screen. Taylor, well, it's important. How old were they? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're old scrum. Um, it was a. Uh, why do they even let my- senior citizens go to the movies? <laughs> like, you know, once you're, once you're over 50, get your old ass out of here. I could see Taylor uh, doing like a stand-up show in his first line. Hey, what's the deal with senior citizens? Am I right? Taylor's you know, like, looking for ice flows like, to just relax, shove anybody man. in the 50. Get them out of here. Get the him out of here. The girl was a, like a little older than me. The man was, I would assume he would have children that are in elementary school. Okay, I think fact you're the a hole here. Um, you're you're, you're <laughs> on one today. Your feet aren't deserving of an assigned seat. Okay. You have to pay for that seat that your feet are on. The the okay. p- power move, leave your feet there. <laughs> just just I'm just saying, that, just leave them there. If I if I see somebody with their feet up in a seat, I'm just not going to sit in that seat of personally because you're not a crazy person. Well, she ran into two of them. <laughs> <laughs> she had back to back. All right, so obviously there is some very serious things happening in Florida, very uh, you know terrible devastation is happening. But on the brighter side, 
having weathermen standing out in the storm doesn't make any sense. Taylor, factor cap. Uh, I think it makes sense because you want people to actually see for their own eyes what's going on. And a lot of a lot of times, if you just show like a Doppler or whatever, people need to visualize that. They need to see the actual effects of the weather mm-hmm. to know it's not safe. To go I'm outside. with Taylor on this one. That it it does add a certain element of just how powerful the storm is. Mm-hmm. If you have a, a weather person standing out there and they can barely stand up that the wind because you if you just look at it on tv and the street signs are blowing back and forth and the palm trees are bent sideways you know it's blowing hard but it's hard to kind of calibrate just how hard it's blowing but if you have some guy that can't stand up that the wind is blowing Mm -hmm. so hard it takes it to have you ever been anywhere with my parents lived in chicago for a long time and Mm -hmm. there were a couple of times down on uh lake michigan um where you're walking along and you come around a corner and the wind and you can barely make forward progress mm. that the wind is blowing so hard. So you see something like that and it is it really is illustrative of how powerful those storms are. I, I would never want to do it myself, but I, I do think it adds something to it. Yeah. I mean one time the weather in San Diego was like 60, <laughs> 61, and I was like, I don't I don't know what we do here. Um couldn't disagree more. This is so fact. I never understand it. And actually, it's so funny you say that. There was one, there's a video that went viral these last couple of days. The dude is doing what he's doing, and a branch of like a palm tree, something, whatever, almost takes his legs out as it goes by, and he's running to just try to get to the sign. I'm like, I get it. The weather is really bad. I don't need Jim from Tampa to go show me how bad the weather is. Jim, go save yourself. Like, <laughs> get in an area that's that's much safer I never understood. I don't need to see anything more. I could tell the the palm trees you're talking about. Oh, I've seen palm trees in wind. I've never seen palm trees in that kind of wind. That's Isn't enough that kind for of me like to the see. Super Bowl it. for a weatherman, though. Like that's why. Well, you there's sign up there's as a some people who are known Storm for. Chasers. Yeah, yeah, I go. I wait for this moment, and when it comes, every network wants to use me because I do it. Crazy. They've carved their lane. <laughs> All right. On this day in 1982, this show came out. Cheers. Yep. Your <laughs> You're right. Stay winning, Trout. Yep. <laughs> Always. You ready. So, um, oh, yeah. Cheers premiered on this day in 1982. So, Jack and Diane were Taking the best. Taking away all your worries. <laughs> Nothing means a lot. We're the best will they, won't they in uh, TV history. Travis, Fetcher Cap. Well, I am the wrong person to ask about this because I'm a sucker for the show. I, I love Cheers. That was good. And I could easily be wrong here, but I think that kind of like, was the first one right that the idea yeah, essentially of, yeah you know these two people that you could tell how to spark and are they going to get together or not and the waiting for years and years for it to happen i i'm sure there's a million of them i don't can't even recall any other ones so sure yeah i'm gonna say yes and that by the way my favorite tv show of all time so not a cheers guy so I'm assuming here, what will they, were they, would they not get married? Is that what we're talking Hook about? Hook up, get together, fall in love. So my, my, consummate f- the relationship. <laughs> Probably my first in this one that it was, yeah, it was like a real thing. Friends, Ross and Rachel. Like that was the, um, that 100% was kind of 
always a conversation with that show. Lobster. (laughs) Or they were terrible for each other. They were not good. But that 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 to me was the one that okay, that one stands out more than any ones. Cheers, I wasn't much of. Of course we got to the office, but it did happen, so it's different with Jim and Pam. That's a good one. Jim and Pam's another one. So Hey look, I I, I'd like to change my answer because we know that um, (laughs) Jenna Fisher is number one on the list. So I'm just saying yes, I'd like to change my answer to Pam. Angela and Dwight too. And they are far, far less interesting. In that. <laughs> All right, Taylor. <laughs> These guys took the only two that I know, honestly. So, uh, did you watch Parks and Recreation? No. Oh, because there's uh, Ben and Leslie are mm-hmm. also good. No. A lot of the NBC shows have their have their will they won't they. I Jenna think Jim Fisher. and Pam got to be yeah. Jenna Fisher is the it's always the right answer. You can never go wrong selecting Jenna Fisher as your answer. You're a big so. fan. <laughs> yes, yeah. I am. Yeah. I'm just saying that I think she's a remarkably lovely and talented actress. Very funny comedian. Is she actress. in the podcast? The one that you yes. would? She is the office lady in the podcast. It's her and Angela. You listen. I tried. Oh, you did? Not I good. I wasn't a fan. Wasn't my no. cup of tea. It's not visual. <laughs> and, and, and and I just, tr- I tried and like, no. Not happening. And, and by the way, can I make it a little bit worse? I love kind of those podcasts that go through episode by episode of some certain shows. There's, I'm a huge West Wing fan. Mm-hmm. Um, Joshua Molina and did one with uh, this guy named Rishi. I forget his last name. Mm-hmm. That I listened to every. There's like mm. 300 episodes of it. I listened to the whole thing. Loved every second of. It. I'm like, oh, cool. Office. Are they just, just not the? They're not the right ones to do it. Not for me. Yeah. yeah. They're, for they're, me. I mean, I love it, but yeah, it is. Uh, it's a little chit chatty. So. Not for me. I just like okay. a, you know different strokes. It's not for everybody. Po- it is not for senior everybody. citizens. Are not for Taylor. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> or just people enjoying themselves in any way. Should have saved your money better. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Once you get a better job, you loser. You know what are you on? Socialist fixed income. What's the matter with you? This is where my money's going. Who hurt you, Taylor? Come on, man. This is villain origin story. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. My goodness. Tax dollars. Anthony Davis um, was more hurt than we thought last year. Is there a silver lining to that, Slee? That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Taylor, anything that you'd like to um, talk about? You know, I, I, I'm here for you. I like you. I care about you as a person. I'm, I'm actually I thought nervous. I this was a forum to, you know, ask questions. I just wanted it to is. know why, you know, certain age groups, whether it be young people or old people, are deserving of, you know... Well, just children don't what make any mili- money, so they get. What have military people done? <laughs> yeah, I didn't say anything about like that. Vets. That's what not they ever do for anybody. Putting words in my mouth there, and Slee. The kids uh, get the parents to come with them. They're not going by themselves typically, so you have both the kid price and the. So let me price. get this right. You fight for our country. You get a couple of dollars discount. All right, I'm done. Yeah, what have I ever done? Where's my, where's my parade? <laughs> <laughs> right. I like. By the way. I like this version of you a great deal. More, more of this guy, please. Okay, okay. I, especially when you throw shade at Slee's football picks. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need to throw shade at them. My football picks have thrown shade but, at them. No, see, when a man's down, you really want to make sure that you, when you walk by, you give him a good swift kick. I just didn't appreciate being grouped together. I'm coming after all your asses when I win in 13 weeks. I'm going to get clobbered this week. It's absolutely not going to happen. Um. So when you heard that Anthony Davis said, you know, not only did I have all the other things, I had a wrist injury yeah. that affected my shot mm-hmm. 
oddly, I felt some a, a little not it didn't make fill me with like no, I, I optimism or anything. It's like okay, that actually helps a little bit that knowing that there was more wrong to explain a yeah. really terrible season and he was a good three-point shooter for them when they were winning the championship they yeah. nearly 40 percent and just a jump shooter right just a good shooter footer 18 footer yeah right? it doesn't have to just be the three 18 percent he dropped to last year something like that is something below 20 percent from behind that line and, and it's okay what's going on is it the knee is it the ankle is it the elbow is it the neck is, is it, it the, mental is it mental is yeah. it knowing that hey look i couldn't follow through on my shot my wrist was really bothering me in a weird way, I'm like, oh, that's good news. I'm glad because I suspect it'll heal. I suspect that he can get back to the guy that he was. I think there's, there's some silver lining there. Yeah, it kind of came out of nowhere because we were so focused on AD last year with other injuries, the stuff that was right in front of us that we saw happen during games, whether it's against the Utah Jazz or I think that game against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, so I just assumed – all right, maybe his shot is off. All right, maybe it's the other injuries that are bothering him. For anyone who's played basketball, if your wrist is bothering you and you can't follow through, go ahead and try to be a quarterback and your wrist is bothering you, whatever the case, right? Just whatever example that is. Um, I'm with you. In a weird way, it's like, okay, he had five and a half months to get healthy. Mm -hmm. Five and a half months. I was actually doing the math on this. I didn't even realize this. The last couple of years were so off for the Lakers, for the NBA. When do you start? When do you finish? Remember, Lakers had like two months off after they won the championship. Sure. And then training camp started. Their last game was April 10th. That's the last Laker game. And AD already missed 40-plus games last season to begin with. Their last game was April 10th. Their first game is October 3rd. They had five months and three weeks off before you know from last game to first game you can't have any more time in the nba like and he had more than that because he wasn't playing that's the maximum amount of time so it does kind of give you some renewed hope that ad's body should be right right now and ad's wrist if that wasn't right as well with everything else can we get some type of version of anthony davis coming back this year we'll have to wait and it's see. so funny i was listening to some podcasts yesterday and they were talking about the lakers and the it's well, you know, did they do enough to bolster their roster? Does Dennis Schroeder make any noticeable difference? Was Lonnie Walker the the wrong guy to sign to a mid level exception? Like all yeah, these some, some people, there's a lot of people do not like the roster sure. at all. I, I think probably mm-hmm. more don't than do. Mm-hmm. And, and again, you know, the Lakers are always going to get a ton of attention. It really doesn't matter. It what what matters is AD. If AD's healthy. I think it's going to be mostly good. If he's not, it's going to be mostly bad. It really is that simple. That as important as LeBron is, we, we saw like there, there was a good chunk of, of the season last year where LeBron was a pretty good player. Lakers still weren't winning a lot of games. Mm-hmm. And if AD's good, they'll be good. If he's not, well, I think it's a wrap. I mean, we can talk every other. How is yeah. Darvin Ham going to bring? Yeah. Is it defense? Yeah, some stuff, but it doesn't matter well, if AD's not healthy. Let, let's. You know, the last scenario you want to see this year, and we'll see what happens, Trav. It's not like AD has on his resume, hey, go look at my career. I played 70 games and 72 and 80 and this and that. Listen, if he has another one of those years where he's on the floor half the amount of time, half the amount of time, you know, I, I think that's when you really, really start asking yourself, okay, is this, are, are we, do we start moving on? Do we start – just think about it. You go another year this season where AD plays another 40 games or 42 games, and this result's going to be similar to the last two years. Mm-hmm. You kind of start saying to yourself, okay, guys, that's three years in a row 
that Anthony Davis cannot be on the floor more than 50% of the time. Let's hope it obviously doesn't happen, but if it did happen, it's not like it would be a shock if I think it did already, happen. I think we're already there. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think you have to prove it the other way, not not you get confirmation of what might be. It is happening, right? That the, the one stretch where he was really, really good was in the one season that we will, you know, knocking on wood, never see again. Mm-hmm. They played three quarters of the season. They shut it down for a couple of months, allowed everybody to rest and get healthy, whatever little you know bumps and bruises you had healed up. And then we're going to play hard for another, what was that, six or eight weeks? It, yeah. it was a, a relatively yeah, they, they short had, period of time. I think they finished eight regular season games. That yeah. was like the prep. And then four rounds of playoffs. And then playoffs. But that's the one time where he's no been travel. able to get through it. No tra- None of that Nothing. stuff. In all of the regular seasons he's been here, it's broken down. So I, I'm, it's not a, hey, this may, it is a problem. There's no, it might be, it is. He's got to prove it the other way to me, at least, that, hey, prove to me that 65, 60 games isn't out of the realm of possibility. Because I'm, I'm assuming we're going to get 50, 40, because that's what we've gotten to this point. Steve Mason's laptop uh, tweeted out, why do kids get their own menu? I think he's, <laughs> that might be something, Taylor. <laughs> He might have he might have run into that recently at a restaurant. Take the chicken fingers, um, sir. You appear to be thirty it's, this years is old. Twelve and it's twelve under, and under. Please, uh, uh, what, what 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 do they ever do? I go to work every day. I want my six dollar chicken fingers. Or oh, is this kid crying? And the chocolate milk. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should do it. I, I like this lead for you, Taylor. It's good. It's good. Attack He's at people. a steakhouse. He's like, I'll take a hot dog. <laughs> Attack anybody that gets a discount that you're not eligible I'll for. I'll take a hot dog and fries. <laughs> Military, senior citizen, child. Greg discount uh, at elite. <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever it might be. Oh, that's probably why he gives Greg the looks that he gets. <laughs> Greg has some type of hookup. He doesn't have it. B114GOAT tweets at us. It says, um, I had no idea that's what bless your heart means. I think someone said that to me once, and I replied, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you well, also I, veiled to something else. I, I think that uh, when you said thank you, it kind of confirmed why they were saying "bless your heart" thank you in the so first much. Place. That means a, yeah. means so much. I've never me. lived in the South, really, but I always, whenever I heard that, I'm like, "Ooh, that sounds like a loaded thing to say to somebody." That did not feel sincere. <laughs> that feels like you're, oh, you poor little. You thing. are a real dumbass. Oh, bless your heart. Say, say, uh, bless your heart. That does not mean yeah, that doesn't I really good. care about your heart. It means something very different. The Dodgers, um, they they experimenting a little bit yesterday, Slee, and could it be an experiment that we see six games from now? That's next. Travis Slee, 710 ESPN.